Welcome back to Two Keto Dudes. This is Carl Franklin from Connecticut in the United States. And in February of 2016, I put myself on a ketogenic diet to take control of my metabolism. In just two and a half months, I managed to reverse my markers of type 2 diabetes with diet alone. As of now, I'm 80 pounds lighter with no signs of diabetes or heart disease. Hi, I'm Richard Morris in Canberra, Australia, and I've been on a ketogenic diet for three years. When I started, I was very sick with complications from type 2 diabetes. Within six months of starting a ketogenic diet, all of my biomarkers of disease had disappeared. I've also lost about 80 pounds and I've completely turned my health around. Now, normally we tell you that this show is a document of my progress through ketosis and Richard's experience thriving for years in ketosis. Yeah, but today we're doing a special midweek show to share with you all the activities we're planning for KetoFest. KetoFest, that's right. We're going to turn an entire town in the United States keto in July. Oh, yeah. And thousands of our best friends are going to help us. We started a Kickstarter campaign to pre-sell tickets to KetoFest and give our listeners a chance to help us make history. Yeah, we're still not doctors. <laughs> we don't want to nope. give anyone any medical advice, but we are bringing some doctors to New London who do know some of the science behind ketogenic diets and how they work for diabetes. And of course, we'll share our own experiences as well as research that we've done into our own deranged metabolisms. And you've probably worked out that we're foodies. Oh, yeah. We love to cook and we love to eat. So sure at KetoFest, we'll be running cooking lessons. And it's not just Richard and me, but we have a whole bunch of experienced cooks who are keen to share recipes and techniques. Yeah. So let's start podcast number 62, the KetoFest update. Well, you know, we said we wouldn't make it show 62, but... When we did the math and the, looked at the technical aspects of it, oh, our system yeah. isn't set up to do decimals, so yeah. we couldn't make it 61 and a half. We're precisely halfway through our KetoFest Kickstarter, yeah. so we figured it was a good opportunity to let everyone know what we're doing. So let's revisit what a ketogenic diet is. Sure. Yeah. So basically, it's any diet that puts you into a state of nutritional ketosis, mm -hmm. and either your ketones are high and your insulin is low, or your insulin is high and your ketones are low. But what we want to do is raise the ketone level. And so to do that, you cut carbohydrates back to no more than 20 grams of carbohydrate per day. Yep. Hopefully from green leafy vegetables or nuts or something like that. No sugar, no starch. No sugar, no starch. And uh, protein scales with your lean body mass, um, one to one and a half grams of protein per day per every kilogram of lean body mass you have. Right. Works out somewhere between 60 and 100 grams of protein a day. Yeah, in that range. And the rest of our energy we get from fat. Fat. <laughs> fat. <laughs> fat. Lovely, delicious fat. fat. <laughs> yeah. It's a pretty simple thing, and what it's managed to do is it's managed to basically turn around our type 2 diabetes. Both of us were very sick That's right. um, with the disease, and uh, it's remarkable how such a very small change in our diet has just totally changed our lives. Yeah, and a delicious change too. Yeah. And I, I got to give another shout out to my friend Les, uh, right. Les Haley. He's been my you know my my guru project down here in New London. <laughs> well, he he uh, um, went ketogenic in October, uh, lost eighty eight pounds. Wow! Brought his A one C from nine point something down to five point six. That's incredible. And his LDL is one twelve, and his doctor is just ecstatic. 
And not only that, but he got off all insulin. That's outstanding. Yeah, the problem yeah. with uh, injecting insulin, I mean, you have to do it. If you, if you can't control your blood glucose and you're not making enough insulin to do that, then you have to inject it. But the, the mm. problem with injecting it, when you make it yourself, the concentration at the pancreas where it's made is 10 times the concentration just a little bit downstream mm. in the portal vein, and then that's 10 times the concentration over your periphery. So, mm. And at the pancreas where insulin has a particular role to play in shutting off the production of glucagon, uh, your insulin could be two orders of magnitude higher mm. than at the periphery where its job is to yeah. push glucose into muscle cells right. and fat cells so it can be used. And so the problem is when we inject it, we normally because our pancreas makes insulin all day, mm. we need to find some way of injecting it so it lasts all day. So what we do is we inject it into fat and then it slowly diffuses into the body over the day, but the concentration where it's highest is at the periphery and it's yeah. least high in the center around your organs. And so that's the opposite of really the way that your body sets it up. So the, the, the quicker you can get to the point of not having to inject insulin, mm. the, the faster you will get to the point where you are producing an insulin gradient, uh, the way your body was designed for it to be. So yeah, good on him. That's awesome work. That good on really him. Is good. Yeah. It's fantastic, and it's great to see him uh, thriving so well. He looks great. He feels great, and all of his friends, including me, uh, are just way to go. And he'll be coming to Keto Fest. Well, I hope so. Anyway, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure we're gonna try try to drag him up on stage. But you know, he's so coy, and he's just like very uh, um, passive about it. You know, he's like, yeah, yeah, I feel great. Yeah, I feel good. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's okay. You know, he's just sort of <laughs> very modest. So let's talk about the week that you were here in New London. Yeah. And uh, we were getting things ready for Keto Fest. Yeah, we were. So this was the week after Low Carb Breckenridge, mm -hmm. uh, where we had a dude chalet, <laughs> a whole group of people. We hosted a bunch of uh, celebrities. We did some podcasts, as you know. Yeah. And then the week after that, uh, I stayed in America for an extra week to uh, talk to some locals in New London, Connecticut. So Carl and I basically went out and spoke to a couple of the people running restaurants. Mm. We spoke to the mayor. Yep. And uh, he's on board and uh, we spoke to the people at the local movie theatre mm -hmm. and uh, they're on board and uh, we looked, we scoped out some of the uh, properties that are going to be involved, the, the parade yeah. uh, that's going to be involved. And we went out and we went down to the beach to do some very cold filming. <laughs> <laughs> we tried. <laughs> we tried to. It was not a good idea. Yeah. It, was, it seemed like a good idea at the time. Yeah. yeah. The, the funny thing about New London is Carl is a real celebrity there. So when you walk into a bar that's hopping one night uh, and we were, walked into one and uh, I think there was a funk quintet playing. Yeah, and, funk band. And the, uh, the lead singer calls out as we walk through the door, the lead singer in the middle of his song calls out, Carl Franklin, in the house. <laughs> See, I'm a celebrity but as a musician. Yeah, Whereas, nobody knows you as a programmer or as a as a, as a keto guy. Right. <laughs> and I've been speaking and writing books on software development and being a celebrity in that sure. world for 20 years. Yeah. And, you know, nobody in, in my town knows anything about that because they don't know anything <laughs> about software here. Yeah. Um, 
And now here's, you know, celebrity uh, number three. Yeah. uh, About ketogenic diets and all of that stuff. And, you know, uh, some people get it and they, you know, say, way to go, Carl, this is really great. And, you know, and then some people are just like, you're killing yourself, man. What are you doing? What are you doing? It's incredible. (laughs) And then I'd say, look at me. Do I look like I'm dying? (laughs) No. They always say I look great. I look healthy. Well, you do. uh, I mean, the the before photos that that are on our website, any of our listeners can go check out uh, the Keto Dudes website. We've got our before photos on there. Both of our before photos are pretty grim. Where we've gotten to is just outstanding. So I want to read the letter that Mayor Michael Passero wrote for us to give to the merchants, uh, encouraging them to participate with us in Keto Fest. Hey, you know what that means? Yeah. It's time for Mail! <laughs> We're justified and we don't ignore Mayoral mail. The mayor's mail. <laughs> the mayor's mail. Lad on me. So uh, he wrote, Dear New London Merchant, my friend from New London, Carl Franklin, and his mentor from Australia, Richard Morris. Hey, that's me. (laughs) Are doing something very interesting this July in New London that I hope you will participate in. They have both cured themselves of type 2 diabetes. You know, it's parlance, right? Mm -hmm. Got off their medication, lost significant weight, and increased their lean body mass by using a ketogenic diet as a therapy which is just a diet with a minimum of sugar and starch and a lot of healthy fat. Sure. They have created an online community reaching thousands who have done the same. Mm -hmm. The weekend of July 15 and 16, they're hosting the first annual Keto Fest right here in New London. Keto Fest is a festival and conference for those interested in the ketogenic way of eating, taking root all over the world. To date, they have gathered over a thousand names and email addresses of those who want to attend. They expect hundreds of people to come to New London from far and wide. And this is a big opportunity, especially for eating and drinking establishments. New London will be the first town in the world to go keto. Yeah, it's history making. As far as we know, mm. yeah. There is no charge to participate. Festival goers will buy tickets that they will use to purchase ketogenic eats and drinks. Carl and Richard will tell you what that means. And by the way, we since have adjusted that a little bit. Merchants will be paid for each ticket. Merchants set the price for their wares in tickets. Mm. Uh, I, I just want to comment here when he wrote this letter. He, I, we didn't quite know what was going on with that, but what we're going to do is give everybody who comes um, some tickets that they can quote unquote spend sure. at these restaurants. Yeah. So eat, with your admission to Keto Fest, we, you will get some of these tickets. Yeah. And then you'll be able to go make a reservation at a restaurant for Saturday night if you're coming to the social Saturday. And use those tickets against uh, against your bill. Mm. So that's good. Uh, you can also buy some more if you want to, or just you know just go go spend money in, in the town. Uh, so he goes on to say, we desperately need solutions to the diabetes and obesity epidemic. Carl and Richard are just two out of thousands and thousands who are reversing type two diabetes using yeah. what many consider unconventional yet fairly simple means. Every ambulance ride to the hospital taps our city's precious resources, and complications from diabetes are a common cause of hospitalization. If there is a good way to prevent these hospitalizations using only real food, I am all for it. I am wholeheartedly supporting KetoFest, and I hope you will as well. Sincerely, Michael Passero, Mayor, New London, Connecticut. Wow, that's remarkable. Now, there is a politician Mm. with vision. Yes, 
and he he's done really really well mm. with that vision. He, he's just a guy who likes to get things done. Yeah. You know, he doesn't have any uh, crazy agendas on either side of the aisle. Um, he's he's just a guy who likes to get stuff done. So yeah, and he happens to be a big fan of the Franklin Brothers band. So well, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> so that's awesome. Uh, getting the mayor on board is an important thing because that means we can now go to uh, restaurants in the area. We can go to uh, local shops and work with them to uh, fine tune their products. Right. So you might be wondering, how do you turn an entire town ketogenic? And the theory that we came up with is if we can get at least 51%, at least half of the restaurants in the downtown of New London. Walkable area. Within the walking area of the event. Mm. If we can get at least half of the restaurants on board with at least one menu option that is entirely ketogenic, Mm. then as far as we're concerned, we've turned the town ketogenic. But we can't do it without help. Uh, you know, we're just two guys, as you know, we're just two keto dudes who just do a podcast. Right. Uh, and so that's really why we set up this uh, Keto Fest uh, Kickstarter. Yeah. And, and the other thing about Social Saturday, which is really what we're talking about, we're, we're having this event outside on the parade. Now, the parade is this area mm. that's right at the intersection perpendicular-wise of mm. the two major streets in New London, State Street and Bank Street. And it's right across the street from the train station, which is right on the river. And so it, it's sort of the central place for activity yeah. in the town. And up State Street is the movie theater where we're going to be showing the ketogenic movies and doing all of the uh, the Sunday events. Right. And then down Bank Street is all of the restaurants. It's basically Most the restaurant anyway. district. Yeah. And also the maker space where we're going to be doing the cooking lessons. So on the parade, we're going to, at least we hope to have, live music, mm. whether that's a DJ or a band, depending on our budget, we don't know. Yep. And food is really, really critical. So we're going to have, uh, as we said before, a pig roast. Mm. So that's a pig on a spit that's been cooking all night. Yes. We're going to also do pork shoulder in a smoker that's also going to be going all night long. <laughs> so... <laughs> you know, yeah. so we're going to have a barbecue, basically. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And what I really want to do is a 48-hour sous vide chuck roast, which is one of my favorite ways to eat beef. Mm. As you know, chuck roast is very fatty. Yeah. But it also has a lot of connective tissue that needs to break down. This so is what you use time. in a Yeah, it needs time. This is what you use in a pot roast or a beef stew because yeah. it slow cooks and gets tender. But what we do is put it in a sous vide bag and cook it for two days, 48 hours, at about 133 degrees Fahrenheit, right. which is just over the safe range where uh, it's still pretty medium rare, mm. uh, but it's killing the bacteria. But it's pasteurized. Yeah. Yeah. Now, we've got Anova, mm. the sous vide stick company, the Anova Precision Cooker. That's this... Uh, whatever it is, uh, device that you can use to um, circulate water and keep it at a constant temperature. Yeah. And they're going to send us nine of these things, I think. So they're on board to support KetoFest. They're on board to support KetoFest with these devices. Mm. And I'm going to go out and buy nine Coleman coolers. Yeah, we've got this technique for cooking a lot of meat uh, with one sous vide device. Right. We basically cut a hole in the top of the Coleman cooler right in the corner yeah. and stick the sous vide device down in it. And now we have 
I don't know how many gallons that thing holds, maybe 10 gallons of water. Yeah, we came up with this on the week when I was in New London, Connecticut, planning for Keto Fest. So uh, it it really worked well. Yeah. So I'm I'm not sure if that's going to only happen at the VIP party or if it's going to happen on the parade. I'm not sure. We just, it all matters how many people come and how much it costs and and all that stuff and how much we can actually do. Yeah. But uh, hopefully everybody will at least be able to get a taste of it. And at the parade, we're going to have vendors uh, yep. and we're going to have fitness classes. Now, the fitness classes we're thinking of are people that teach you how to use gravity yeah. and no equipment. And bodyweight exercises. Yeah, bodyweight exercises, essentially. And, you know, there are techniques to do these the right way so that you, A, don't hurt yourself, mm. and, and B, maximize the um, effects on your uh, on your system, on yeah. lowering insulin. You know, one thing that we didn't mention in the metabolic rate show was that while exercise may have a decreasing effect on your metabolic rate, it does reduce insulin. Yeah, exercise basically burns uh, energy in your muscles, and some of that energy comes from stored glucose, and that means mm. that there's space to push more in. And so right. as you push more glucose into your muscle cells, you're using up more insulin. So you're lowering your insulin by doing exercise. Right. And it also, of course, increases your lean body mass, too. I mean, that's well known. Weight-bearing exercise, yeah. Yeah. So we don't want to discourage people from exercising. I kind of got the feeling in the back of my head after listening to that Metabolic Rate show that we did Mm. uh, this week that, you know, we sort of were down on exercise. And that's just not true. We're not down on exercise, but we're, we're debunking the myth that it's required in order to increase your metabolic rate. That's right. So let's talk about the makerspace. Yeah, so we're going to be doing cooking demos and we're going to be recording them for YouTube. And the Makerspace, we checked this out when I was in New London, and it's basically uh, a space where you can do like woodwork and screen printing and and cooking. and 3D printing. Yeah, and the cooking part of it is basically a commercial kitchen. Right, so essentially think of the kitchen as having a long bar around it with stools. Yeah. But that is only going to allow a certain number of people to see. So what we're going to do is hang a big television mm. above the the kitchen and have cameras, you know, looking down in it. Now there's space for about 60 people comfortably to stand in there, maybe 70 or 80 depending on how far back they go. Yeah. And uh, the idea is that you can just walk in and you'll be able to see on the screen what the, the, the chef, the cook is doing. And uh, you'd be able to pick up some pointers. Yeah. Some of these chefs and cooks are going to give you samples of their food mm. and some aren't. I mean, sometimes a cooking lesson is just Here's dealing a technique with, or something like that. Yeah, you know? techniques. Mm. Yeah. But that's that's what we want to do. That's what we want to do. Yeah, and we're hoping to get some of our guests and other well-known keto people to uh, help us make food. Right. For example, if we can all convince Brenda Zorn that she really wants to make us some pork rind waffles, yeah. there's a good chance for at least a dozen people to get a taste of those. Oh, my God. I made those yesterday. You did? Yeah. My youngest daughter was staying over, and she didn't have school the next day. And, you know, back in the days before keto when mm. when my girls would you know stay over and we would have a big breakfast the next morning it was always waffles and bacon and egos yeah well not egos i made waffles oh, okay but right. i made carby waffles yeah. right so so this time i made brenda's pork rind pancake waffles 
nice. and oh my god, were they so good! Yeah. And uh, my daughter loved them. So outstanding. Yeah, I had eaten them before at Brackenridge, but never made them. Uh, Brenda made yeah. them for us the first night at Brackenridge, and yeah, that convinced me. I mean, yep, pork rinds are a substitute for flour if you use them in the right way. <laughs> in addition to being, you know, bready because they have that crackle to them and breadcrumb like texture. Yeah. They also have that collagen that makes it sort of stick together. Sure. And that's what's missing in keto flours and, you know, almond flour and that kind of stuff is the stuff that makes it all stick together. The gluten. Yeah. And of course, you and I are going to be doing some demos of our cooking techniques. Sure. In the, in the kitchen. Yeah. It might only be Carl and I if we can't convince anybody else to do it. <laughs> yeah, that's but, right. That's true. And we're also going to be doing a fun run down to the beach. Yeah. So I don't know if you and I are going to run, but it's a, <laughs> My knees won't let me, I don't think. <laughs> yeah. But it's a five or six mile run down to Ocean Beach, you know, where we were freezing mm. in February. Yeah. I do remember that. <laughs> yeah. It's actually quite beautiful and vast. And there's a big boardwalk that you can walk up and down. And uh, it's just, you know, for those who want to exercise, who want to go for a run, it's a great way to do it. Yeah, it's a good opportunity to uh, meet other keto people and- Yeah, do some networking. Yeah, true. And the other thing that we're planning is a bike race. Now, we've got a local bike shop that one of the people there had said, yes, we'll participate. We'll offer our used bikes up for anybody who wants them. Nice. I don't know if that's going to happen or not, but that's what we want to happen. Mm. And I don't even know how many bikes they have, maybe 50, 60, 100. Uh, and I imagine it would be something like, you know, leave your uh, ID with them and uh, and take a bike. And so you take it all day, bring it back, get your ID back, whatever nice. it is, yeah. uh, maybe a credit card or something. I don't know. Yeah. Just a little collateral. So yeah. not that we don't trust you, but, you know, 100 people taking 100 bikes is kind of hard to manage. Sure. <laughs> well, I... I'm actually looking forward to it because uh, while I'm not going to be able to do the fun run with my knee, um, I'm certainly mm. going to be up for the bike race. Yes. And I will have my recumbent three-wheeler. That is going to be awesome. <laughs> if anybody wants to take that for a spin. Yeah, I want to take it for a spin. I think that sounds great. Oh, it's so great. <laughs> yeah. It just got warm here today for the first time. It's like 70 degrees. Oh, it just got cool and, uh, here. <laughs> <laughs> That's what happens when you're on the other side of the world. So that's what we're doing during the day. Yeah. And then for dinner time, we're going to have a whole bunch of restaurants that are all partaking in the Keto Fest uh, fun and activities. And so they're going to all yeah. have keto menu options available for everybody. Everything from uh, a hot dog place that sells chili dogs and burgers and, and all of that kind of stuff, you know, cheap eats, Yeah. all the way up to Tony D's, which is a five-star Italian restaurant that has a 22-ounce bone-in oh, ribeye. That was That's so good. amazing. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And that there was a Cuban place as well that did chicarones and- and That's right. Yeah. They were pretty good yeah, too. Yeah. That's Mambo. Mm, Mambo. And uh, these guys, Richard and I went there and we asked them, you know, and they said, oh, you want our pernil, which is mm. pork. It was pork we butt. It was you know, so pork good. shoulder, <laughs> slow roasted. <laughs> Oh, my God, that was good. Yeah. Oh, you know what I forgot to mention? Clam chowder. Oh, yeah. Uh, again, it all has to do with how many people come and how much budget we have. Yeah. But I'd really like everybody to taste my clam chowder. Yeah. So, uh, and especially, you know, we're we're in a whaling city. You yeah, know, it's right exactly. on the water. It's seafood. It's very regional. Central. Yeah. 
Yeah. So I think we might have a big – we're going to try and have a big big tasting pot and maybe some small little paper cups that we can uh, we can At try. least. At least, yeah. Yeah, at least that, yeah. So after dinner, uh, we're all going to meet back up at The Guard, which is a wonderful classic movie cinema. Yeah, they have about 1,800 seats. It was an old vaudeville theater that was restored, and it is just beautiful, beautiful. inside. And it's they have a 60-foot screen. 60-foot screen. They have film festivals there. Right. We're going to do a keto film festival. That's right. So we're going to do at least two films, yep. uh, and we don't know which, which ones they're going to be yet. We're going to have a poll on ketogenic forums yeah. where we ask everybody uh, to participate and choose which movies. And there's there's like about eight or nine different good keto movies. So we'll, we'll get a poll of which movies people haven't seen or want to see again and- uh, that's and, right. And we do have permission to show The Widowmaker and Fathead right. from Ivor and from Tom. Tom, yeah. Who yeah. were both guests on our show. Yep. But we'll see. I like that idea. We'll take a poll. We'll let you decide what movies you want to see. Yeah. And, you know, even if you've seen these movies before, it's great to watch them with your peers. Yeah. You know, it's great to watch them with other people who are as invested in this lifestyle as you are. Yeah. And there, there's going to be some people in the audience who've never seen them before. Sure. And, uh, you know, it's going to have a big impact. And and because we're all keto people in the audience, we're all going to laugh at the right points. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> so that's Social Saturday. And that's the, yeah. the whole point to that is networking with other keto people and doing some fun activities, eating, doing some cooking, yeah. watching some movies. That's all the social parts of the of the festival. And the next day is Science Sunday. Yeah. Now, this is more like your typical conference yep. where we're having some presentations on the science behind keto. Yeah. And we've got some heavy hitters who already said that they want to come. And you probably have heard the list before, but we've got Eric Westman. Now, let's talk about him for a minute. Yeah. Dr. Westman, Eric Westman, was Dr. Atkins' first researcher. And back in the early days, Dr. Atkins was uh, treating people with a low-carb diet. And naysayers will say, would say to him, well, there's no scientific evidence in what you're doing. And he'd say, well, I've got all of this clinical anecdotes. Uh, you know, I've, I've got thousands yeah. of people who've come through here and lost weight. And they'd say, well, there's no science. I guess you'd call them observational studies. Sure. You know, he, he observed the change in their physiology but none of it was done under rigorous scientific uh, method. Yeah, and the first one to do that really was Dr. Westman. And uh, he did a bunch of studies sort of, I guess it was in the in the early 80s. He also was a co-author of uh, one of the Atkins books, which was The New Diet Revolution. Mm. He co-authored that with Do Drs. Finney and Volek. And Finney and Volek are the godfathers of the ketogenic, the well-formulated ketogenic diet, right? Yes, absolutely. These guys were the ones who wrote uh, The Art and Science of Low-Carbohydrate Living mm. and uh, The Art and Science of Low-Carbohydrate Performance. So needless to say, Dr. Westman has some cred. He certainly does. Yeah, and he's got a few things to tell you and a few things up his sleeve for unscrewing the world ketogenically. So next, let's talk about Jeffrey Gerber. Yeah, you might know Jeffrey Gerber as Denver's diet doctor. Right. And he was a co-convener of low-carb break. Yeah. Uh, and he uh, he's a, a physician who has been treating people uh, with a ketogenic diet for over a decade and has been uh, ketogenic himself for over a decade. Yeah. Yeah, and he was a co-author with Ivor Cummins 
uh, on an upcoming book, which uh, hopefully they might have available or at least willing to talk about. Speaking of Ivor Cummins... Yeah, now Ivor Cummins, of course, you've heard on our show many times. He is. He's got that wonderful Irish accent that is to die for. He does. <laughs> but he's a chemical engineer who has done deep dives into the research around the ketogenic diet and how many amazing qualities it brings out in us and has done a lot of work on cholesterol, especially, and heart disease. And why cholesterol is not important. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He was also one of the producers of the uh, Widowmaker movie. Which we may show. Which we may show, yeah. Yeah, and we're very happy to have Ivor here. So the next person we've got is Megan Ramos, and she's the clinical director of Dr. Fung's uh, practice, uh, Dr. Yeah. Fung, who's been on our show. And in fact, Megan was on our show. Yes, and Megan was the one who enlightened us about the feasting-fasting cycle, yeah. which has been working wonderfully for, for me. Yeah. Anyway, I put it into practice this week, as you heard on the show. Yeah, Megan's got a lot of real-world experience in treating people in, in the clinic uh, with a ketogenic diet and also with fasting, mm. and she's going to bring a lot of uh, valuable um, knowledge and experience to the right. presentations. Yeah, you probably want to come just to shake her hand. <laughs> yeah. You know, thank you, Megan. Mm -hmm. um, and Megan also does a podcast on fasting with Dr. Fung, occasionally Dr. Fung, but with Jimmy Moore. Yeah. Speaking of which. Yeah. Jimmy has been a huge influence on the population about the, the benefits of the ketogenic diet. Yep. Uh, going back years. Yeah. Well, he's a podcaster and also an author. And I think he was one of the... he's. I would certainly say he is one of the premier evangelists in the low-carb space. Absolutely. And we owe him uh, a big debt of gratitude. Mm. His was the first podcast that I ever heard um, on the ketogenic diet. And uh, he really has a way of motivating people to, to do the right thing and to, to figure out what's real and what's not real and what's BS. And uh, he just has a way of cutting right through it. Yeah. So uh, he's going to be here talking about his, probably his experiences with fasting mm. and, uh, and all of that, but we'll, we'll let him decide what he wants to talk about. Yeah. Just the fact that he's here is going to be wonderful. Mm. And that brings us to Dave Feldman. Sure. Yeah. Dave has not only been a guest on our show, but he's going to be an upcoming guest. And he was actually stayed with us at the Dude Ranch <laughs> at yeah, uh, Breckenridge. Right. And uh, Dave did a presentation at Breck. And in fact, he did a presentation the previous year in Vail, mm. but the presentation he did at Breck was outstanding. And he's going to be there to talk to us about his findings, and basically he has worked out a way of tweaking your blood test cholesterol results, and he can go into more detail about that. Yeah. Essentially what he has discovered mm. is that what you eat for the three days before your cholesterol test strongly influences which direction it's going to go in. Yeah. And essentially if you cut calories – now, this is all ketogenic. We're not talking carbohydrates sure. here. If you cut calories and limit calories, your cholesterol numbers are going up in the wrong direction. Mm. LDL goes up, HDL goes down. Which is what everybody does. When your doctor says, I'm going to do a test in a week's time to test your cholesterol, yeah. everybody freaks out and eats nothing, you know, tries to be really, really good. And conversely, if you eat, you know, four or 5,000 calories of ketogenic ratio, the, for the three days before your LDL test, your LDL will drop. It's incredible. And your HDL will rise. And uh, he's found with very little outlier 
uh, a really, really strong inverse correlation. correlation, yeah. And an inverse pattern, mm-hmm. yeah. So he's going to be there, and hopefully he'll have some more data to show. But nice. uh, his presentation, if you haven't seen it, is just, uh, it'll knock you out. Mm-hmm. It'll blow your mind. <laughs> so... As you know, we're doing Kickstarter to try and fund this. If we get more funding than our minimum, then we can add more speakers. Yeah, that's right. So it's really important that here at this midway point in the Kickstarter campaign, if you are thinking about going to Keto Fest, stop thinking and do. Uh, yeah, we're at uh, exactly 50% of the way through our Kickstarter campaign. Yep. And our dollar figure is at exactly 47%. So, so it's almost we're half. very close. We're very close. Uh, and if this happens, uh, if we get over the line, Keto Fest is on. That's right. So, Carl, why are we doing a Kickstarter? That's a great question, Richard. And the reason that we're doing a Kickstarter is because we don't want to take a financial risk in in paying for all of these services and getting everybody on board and doing all this work and then have not enough people show up to support the event. Yeah. Have you ever gone to an event like a, a conference or something you signed up and you go and, you know, they, they haven't made enough money to cover all the costs and so all the services shrink. So they go cheap on everything, yeah. I've they go cheap that. on everything and Catering you have a miserable time. And, yeah, it's horrible. Yeah, the food's terrible. I've been to some software development com- conferences like that, yeah. Right. So we wanted an all or nothing. We did yeah. the math to figure out what's the minimum number of people and that we need in order to pay for the pig and the pork and the permits and the theater and all of these things that we need and not lose our shirts. Yeah, we've already paid for the permits and everything and we've got insurance. Right. So that's all basically will scale depending on how many people we've got. And this is a good way for us to sort of basically kickstart the event. Yeah, that's right. And we checked with the Kickstarter folks, and it's perfectly cool and perfectly legal and doesn't break the rules nice. to sell tickets to events this way. I'm surprised more people don't do it because it, uh, it it's a really good way of making sure that all of the T's are crossed and the yeah. I's are dotted before going going ahead with a big event like this. That's right. You're either going to have a great experience or none at all. Oh, we're not going to do it. So let's talk about Friday because- mm. There are things happening on Friday, some we know, some we don't. Yeah. Um, first of all, we're calling this Feast Friday. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to have a party on Carl's deck. At my house. At his house. And uh, we're going to cook dinner. In fact, I think Carl and I are going to do the cooking. Yes. We might actually have a bit of a competition. We might each do a dish and s- see which one's better. That's right. We might have We're going to do a mini chopped. Yes. You know, or Iron <laughs> Chef. Iron <laughs> Chef Keto. <laughs> Iron Chef Keto, yeah. Representing Australia, Iron Chef Keto, whoa, 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 whoa. So the whole idea is that we want to bring the speakers to a place that's intimate and, uh, you know, just easygoing yeah. that you can interact with uh, just on a in a natural setting. It's not in a conference. You're not wearing a badge. You know, we're, we're all just people hanging out and you get to talk to them. So it turns out that most of the people who have supported the Kickstarter opted for this option. Yeah, we've only got 21 seats left. Uh, right. And we have to be limited to, to, we can only fit 60 people in there comfortably. Right. Now, the other thing we're thinking of doing on Friday mm. is doing a full day workshop at a local venue that will hold maybe 100, 150 people. Yeah. And we we don't know exactly what that will be, but it, we we're talking to Eric Westman about it, and maybe he would uh, do some training 
for keto coaching. Yeah. Coaching coaches. Coaching coaches. That's mm. right. So we, we, we don't know that that's going to happen, but it may. And this is a really good reason that if you've pledged for Keto Fest, don't get your tickets yet, your airline tickets. Sure. And you don't book your hotels yet. Because you might want to come on Friday. Yeah. Because A, it may not happen. Yeah. And B, you might book it to come on Saturday and then want to come to the thing on Friday. And oh, no. That's I, right. What did I do? Yeah. But we're going to know in 15 days whether Keto Fest is on or not. That's right. And uh, and it looks like it's going to be. 47% uh, of our funding is in place, so yep. uh, we're pretty close. So I want to go over the pledge levels, you know, the rewards for the Kickstarter. Mm -hmm. The most expensive option is $300 or more, and that's a full two-day pass, yep. Saturday and Sunday, plus the VIP dinner party at my house. Mm. Next is a, a just the two-day pass without the VIP party, and that's $200. Yep. Okay, or more. And so that gets you into both Social Saturday and Science Sunday. Now, if you can only come to one of those days, either Saturday or Sunday, pledge $120, mm -hmm. and that gets you a one-day ticket, a one-day pass. Yep. But if you get a one-day pass, you will be either allowed into Saturday or Sunday, but not both. And if you can't go and you just want to you know, pledge. And, you know, if you're one of these people that just wants to throw in 500 bucks to, to help us and not come, hey, that's fine. You're, you're going to get uh, a shout out. You're going to get a t-shirt. Uh, if you only pledge $25 or more, you're going to get a t-shirt. Yeah. But you don't, just because you make a pledge for an amount of money doesn't mean that you have to actually come. Mm -hmm. You can get the option to do that or, you know, give your ticket to somebody else. So what happens if somebody wants to buy say two tickets for one day? So they both they want to they want to come to social Saturday uh, and bring their family. So there's two ways that you can do this, mm -hmm. right? You can either just total up the money and pledge that amount and you'll be able to communicate with us and say here's how I want this, you know, to to be divided up. Yeah. Or you could have the other person log into Kickstarter and make their own pledge, you know, with their own credit card, that kind of thing. Sure. Now, either way is is fine with us. So that's our Kickstarter midweek show. That's about all the time we have. And uh, just want to tell everybody to, if they haven't joined the fan club, to go to fanclub.2keto.com or click the fan club button on our website. Mm -hmm. um, the reason that we're doing this fan club is we want to give away stuff and every show, and uh, we have to have a little bit of information from you, which also helps uh, advertisers come to our show. So just by being a member of the fan club, you are supporting uh, Two Keto Dudes, even though you're not paying any money. And you might win some good swag. Yeah, and the podcast will always be free. Of course, if you have anything that you want to tell us, something we said wrong, something you don't agree with, or some more research that you found to support or refute anything that we've said, send it by email to dudes at 2ketodudes.com or post on one of our websites. And you can follow us on Twitter at 2ketodudes, on Instagram at 2ketodudes. And of course, if you want to join our forum, it's www.ketogenicforums.com or forum.2keto.com. Yep. And if useless swag is your fancy, you know, T-shirts, <laughs> coffee mugs, and other junk with witty keto sayings on them, and sometimes our stupid faces, <laughs> head over to gear.2keto.com. And if you feel like supporting our podcast and our forums, hit the donate button on our website at www.2ketodudes.com, or just go to donate.2keto.com. 
You can also see our podcast and other videos on YouTube at youtube.2keto.com. And if you haven't already, go leave us a great review on iTunes. But most importantly, go to ketofest.com and help us make history. Oh, yeah. Keep calm and keto on, my friend. Yeah, keep calm and keto on, Carl. All right. We'll see you next time on Two Keto Dudes. Dudes.